0: Hello and welcome, everyone, to another Invent right webinar. We've got a great one for you tonight. Uh, we have a very, very special speaker. Her name is Colette LeAntonio, and she is the creative talent behind many of the popular hits in the as-seen-on-TV industry and is, and is, the, is a, a writer, director, and producer. She's the president of, uh, and creative director for Concepts TV. And uh, is well known as the queen of DRTV. Wow, that's quite the title. Uh, right. And she's earned it because her career has spanned 30 years. And she's made more than 4,000 short form and long form infomercials. Actually, I think the write up said 400. She let me know right. it's 4,000. I'm like, whoa. Wow. Uh, She has also created many successful campaigns for big brands. Most recently, she's been capturing the Internet's attention with entertaining viral videos. She was honored with the prestigious Electronic Retailing Association Lifetime Achievement Award in 2014, and she's been recognized as one of the Top 25 Most Influential People in DRTV, and was elected into the 2014 Direct Response Marketing Association Hall of Fame. Colette's going to share her highly valuable insights about what kinds of products are right for DRTV, trends and opportunities in the industry, and how to create compelling visual presentations for your product ideas. Welcome, Colette.
1: Thank you for having me once again. I appreciate it. Stephen, I, I know you're real. Why years. are
0: you so excited about having Colette on? Sorry, Colette. Well, Go
2: ahead. You know, I'm really excited because um, one of our coaches, Ryan Diaz, came up with a wonderful product. And there was this wonderful uh, video or commercial done. And, and I remembered that it was posted on uh, Facebook. And Ryan had called me and said, Steve, this this The views are just, they're climbing every, I mean, every hour by hour, they were just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I remember watching it and it was amazing. It had a wow factor, but the thing that really took me back, Colette, there was no
1: sound. (laughs) That was a (laughs) boo-boo. It wasn't supposed to air. (laughs) But it was so it
2: was so powerful. It didn't need sound. And Ryan,
3: how many views did it get at the end of the day? Oh gosh, just on, on Facebook, it has 70 million, but tens of millions of other views on, on YouTube and different channels. So I I don't know the number, but at least 70. Why why was it
0: so intriguing, Ryan? What, 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 what were they looking at?
3: Well, you know, I like to think, that that the product is good and you know i'm biased on that of course but what it came down to was colette's vision to to be honest with without her and her team's um commercial quite frankly it it wouldn't have done that and it doesn't hurt to have really cute dogs right (laughs) Uh, without the dogs it probably doesn't do that but uh, you know that's what she does. And and she was just absolutely incredible with the concept she came up with.
1: Well, it, it wasn't supposed to air without sound, but a very good test when you make a commercial is to turn the sound off and see if you get it. That's a good trick. And that's why a good commercial should be able to run internationally in any language. Make sure the picture tells the story rather than the words. Stephen, that's the that kind of word.
0: info we want tonight from Colette. That's good stuff. I don't think most people would have thought about that unless she just said it. That was really people good. Get,
1: yeah. People get crazy about the words. In fact, since everybody is a writer, no matter what script I write, they're going to correct me. But at the end of the day, as much as the written word is important, the real, the real wow factor in any commercial is the visual. It's a commercial. It's not a still photography. It's not... It's not a written brochure. It's it's magic of video, and, and and it has to come to life. And that's what the visuals are, and we make them come to life. So that's a good test for you when you make your little videos that go on social media, even if you use your iPhone video. Make sure without sound that you get what that product is. Make sure without the person standing there pitching it that you understand what the product is.
2: That's That's such an amazing tip. Andrew, can we play the clip um, of some of the work that Colette has done because it's really impressive.
0: Yeah, here we go. All
1: right. And in three, two, one, action.
4: After successes as a high school teacher, a PR director, and an account executive on Madison Avenue, Colette Lee Antonio launched Concepts TV in 1983. Many of her spots and infomercials have become legends in pop culture, Ambervision Sunglasses, Smart Mop, Topsy Tail, The Contour Pillow, The Bedazzler, The George Foreman Grill, and recent hits include pajama jeans, cafe cups, cat's meow, and more. Colette's forte is turning ordinary products into household names while generating billions of dollars in sales for her clients. Triple Threat writer, director, and producer Colette is known as the queen of infomercials and is maybe the most prolific creative talent in direct response history. In a career spanning 35 years, she has produced over 4,000 short-form and long-form direct response shows. Colette has created winning hits for big brands such as Bissell, Victoria's Secret, The Learning Annex, March of Dimes, Comet, American Idol, DirecTV, and Sears. Most recently, she's captivated audiences with memorable viral videos, synonymous with magic moment demos and killer testimonials. Colette is also among the first producers to use female talent for direct response voiceovers. Now try an exciting new look with Topsy Tail. She has won more than 150 industry awards for creative achievement. She has worked with celebrities, including Jack LaLanne, Montel Williams, Joe Namath, and Sean T. But in her commercials, the product is always the real star.
3: Colette's been very
2: ingenious
4: in the industry. She's come up with new angles, new twists. She is James Brown of the infomercial. One.
3: I really owe it to Colette. She really taught me everything I know about production. We've had successes in every single category and I don't know if I can say that about any other producer in the industry. She brings the products to life. She's so creative. She comes up with these great demos, these wow demos
2: that grab your attention. They demand the attention of the consumer.
3: Our biggest hit of all time was Finishing Touch. We've sold tens of millions of units and I attribute it to Colette Antonio. She has the most experience in the industry. She is the best script writer I've ever met and her productions are off the charts.
2: Colette really knows how to get the most from a team. She knows how to bring together the marketer, the
1: talent, her creative staff to put together a production that moves the market. It's impressive.
4: Colette's, I think, one of the most creative people in the industry, if not the most creative person in the industry. It's amazing to watch her work. Colette runs concepts like a theater troupe, everyone wearing many hats to put on a stellar show. She prides herself on building a strong company culture.
1: I love Colette like she's a member of my blood family. She's. The most amazing teacher, she's the most amazing friend, she's an incredible boss who truly does nothing but gives back to her staff and her employees and motivates each one of us to continue to grow and to do more.
3: It's been a sincere privilege working for Colette for nearly 17 years. Working with her in the edit suite every day has been amazing. She's a creative genius.
1: Let is passionate about everything she does and it's what I admire most about her and I think that's what really this nomination represents is the full picture of what a successful entrepreneur is, with all the successes starting from twin draft guard, wonder hanger, pajama jeans, furniture fix, and the list goes on. Colette, I want to congratulate you on this nomination. You are so deserving of this award. Thank you, and I'm honored to be speaking on your behalf. Love you.
5: I'll never forget when we won our first Moxie Award. It was All-Stars first, Moxie, and Colette's probably 100th. There she comes bounding up the stage like she had never won an award before, and I think that's what makes Colette and everybody at Concept so special. They treat every program with that passion and her enthusiasm. Just really resonated with me that day, and it does to this day. my life for more than 20 years, you deserve today, congratulations to you, and you're not stopping there! Colette Leontonio, the Duchess of Montville, sassy, innovative, creative, and absolutely deserving. Congratulations Colette. Colette, congratulations doing it your way successfully for over 30 years.
3: Congratulations from your friends at Hawthorne Direct, there's no one more deserving. Congratulations Colette on being given ERA's Lifetime
5: Achievement Award. You are the best. Congratulations on your Lifetime Achievement Award, Colette. You definitely earned it.
3: Colette, congratulations on your Lifetime Achievement Award. I can't think of anyone else in the industry that deserves it more than you do. 30 successful years in this industry. What a tremendous accomplishment. For those of us who have worked with Colette, we know her amazing talents and how many hits concepts has had through the years. She is truly one of a kind. So proud of her for winning the Lifetime
1: Achievement Award this year. Well deserved, my friend. Colette, you've been the most influential and inspirational person in my career. Thank you for being such a great teacher.
3: Congratulations on your
6: Lifetime Achievement Award. No one deserves it more than you do.
1: Congratulations, Mom.
6: Congratulations, Mom. You're the best teacher I've ever known, and no one is more deserving of this award
1: than you. I love you. From 2014.
2: Well, you know, you've had such a wonderful career. It's amazing. But the first question I have tonight, how did you get started in this industry? Because I, I know you started as a, an English teacher, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I was a high school teacher in Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, I wanted to run a theater at a university level, but I got married the same year. I got my master's degree, and I couldn't accept the offers at the places that offered to me. So I was I was stuck. So I went to teach high school English art of writing and film study. And I only did that for a few years and had my family, at least the first two kids at that time. And then I kind of freelanced, did a lot of jobs for a lot of different people. And one of them bought a direct response company, asked me if I knew anything about directing and producing. And I was very fortunate to uh, be successful with the very first commercial I shot for him. I was at Urban General Corporation. That was in 1979. And my very first commercial was the Bug Zapper, one of those machines that hangs out in your yard and kills mosquitoes on impact. That was my first commercial. And uh I I was good at it. You know, when you when you're good at something, when you become successful at something, it it's 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 addictive. So I've been doing it ever since. And it was 40 years of my career now, 40 years in direct response.
2: Colette, I've got a lot of questions here, but I want everybody to understand this process because there's a lot of inventors that are listening tonight and they want to make their own commercial, right? Everybody does. And we know, you, I think you called it um, yell and sell. Is that what it's called?
1: Well, some of them are yell and sell. Certainly a lot that I've done are yell and sell and a lot of people like that genre. Um, okay. If you're a big brand, you want it to be more subtle and image oriented, but um, you want to cut through the clutter. Some of it is yell and sell. We have certain voiceover people that are really good at that.
2: Okay. But that format of uh, problem solution, one minute is a great selling tool for inventors and We love that format, and I know a lot of people do too, and it just just works. So, what is your process? Because you're a professional at this. When you sit down with a client, what what are you asking them? How do you find that magic? I mean, how do you do it?
1: Well, most of the time, um, the process is directed by what you wanna get out of it. Um, I ask my clients, well, what do you want to have happen? If you're telling me you wanna go on TV and sell your product, um, that's one thing. But very often people just fall in love with their products and they wanna just live in the product. A lot of them never bring it to TV. They they keep procrastinating and playing the game but they don't actually wanna get on TV. They say Mm -hmm. they do, but they don't go that far. And I would say maybe three quarters of inventors seem to hold back and don't do what it takes. Okay. I don't know, you're the invent, invention expert, so you must know that yeah. very often they say yeah. they want to be there, but they don't.
2: Yeah, the thing that I liked, um, you told me a while back that you're asking that particular client, tell me what works and what doesn't work. Why is that important for you
1: to get well, that Well, because in- they're the experts and they've already tried certain things and they know what's magic and what's not. So as long as you tell me that, you know what, I I, I went on HSN or I went, I went on QVC and um it bombed. I, I you know, I I thought it was going to sell out, but it didn't sell out. I want to see what happened. I want to see why it didn't sell out. Don't tell me it was on at the wrong time. Don't give me an excuse about, well, you know, the, um, the, the person that, that, interviewed me, didn't ask me the right question, usually I wanna know what worked and what didn't work. I have failed much more often than I've succeeded in making commercials and selling products. And you learn so much from what fails as well as what's gonna work. So I wanna know your history with this product. Now, if it's a completely virgin product and you've never had it out there, I wanna ask you, what do you want to have happen? Do you want to sell it to the masses? Do you want to have a partner? It, it really makes a very big difference in the way I approach something.
2: Okay. Well, let's talk about the Washer 360 for an example. It's a new product. Um, Ryan, you hadn't really done any testing, right? And you didn't have any kind of market
3: data, did you? No, no, I didn't have anything. And when I licensed it to a to- Pretty small company, it was just a one or two person outfit, and I didn't realize they were going to go and reach out to to a company such as Colettes um, but he saw something in it and and I figured figured it was worth the investment
2: so I guess I'm curious um, you've got a wow factor, and I want to talk a lot about that the magic for just a minute. Um, how did you come up with the magic with the wolf washer? And once we talk about it, I want to play it again. How did you know to put that pony in there that would stop people in their tracks?
1: How did I know to put the pony in? Well, it doesn't, I mean, people that have ponies are not going to buy the woof washer. That wasn't the point of it. The point of it was that if this product is large enough to wash a pony, it's large enough for any size dog, Um, little dogs and big dogs so instead of saying just a big dog having a pony in there really put it over the top people were just blown away by that demo and that's the point you need some of these magic demonstrations you know okay. show me don't just talk about how it's the best thing show me why it's the best thing and it's a fabulous product i mean it's so clever it it's yeah. just one of the best products ever and for demonstration purposes it was right up my alley and when you can combine putting animals with a really demonstrable product, uh, with kids, uh, with ponies. I mean, what could be better than that? It makes you look, you can't turn away from it. I thought it was a fabulous product. We had a lot of fun with it.
2: Andrew, can you play it real quick? Yeah,
0: the Woof washer video with the pony, here we go.
2: I would love to know that when Colette was sitting there and go, we need a pony, let's get a pony. Is that (laughs) how that happened? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, basically, we're trying to think of what's really over the top that we can do. It's it's more like let's let's brainstorm some really crazy things that aren't like stupid crazy. Um, it has to have a point. And the point here is that, look, if you can be large enough to do a pony, yeah, it's <laughs> big enough for my big dog.
0: And, and Colette, it goes back to your point you made at the top of the webinar is, If you turned off the audio, they would still get it. They go, oh, well, I have a really big, I have a St. Bernard, but geez, if they can do a pony, they can do mine. And then you can see sizing it down too for a small dog. So
1: exactly sizing down. Isn't the real challenge you know, if you have a really small dog, you can put it in your sink. So the real challenge is that big dog and not having to put him in the tub, which is, you know, a monster.
5: Yeah. Oh, here we go. Rover loves playtime, but he ends up a filthy mess and bathing your dog can be a downright disaster. Hi, Davy Jones here for the Wolf Washer 360, the amazing new dog washing viral sensation that washes your dog in less than one minute. As a dog owner, I can honestly say my dog loves getting bathed with Wolf Washer 360. It's so easy. Connect the Wolf Washer 360 to your hose, add soap, and then adjust the Wolf Washer 360 for your dog. The water and the soap mix instantly to create a sudsy solution that deep cleans your dog from head to tail. It cleans your dog everywhere 360 degrees of clean. The secret is the adjustable arc of water jets engineered to spray all over. Washer 360 adjusts to any size dog. Large or small, it wolf washes them all. It expands so big, we're giving it the biggest challenge of all. A miniature horse, of course. Look, harsh sprays frightens dogs, but dogs love the Washer 360.
6: She normally does not enjoy taking baths. So seeing her do this right now is pretty amazing to see.
1: This dog normally takes about two people to hold him. He's never stood this still ever in his life. It's just so gentle. It's almost like I'm giving her a massage.
5: Wolf Washer 360 works with any shampoo, and you can adjust the water pressure for your dog. Plus, it comes with two modes, one for rinse and one for suds. And it folds away for easy storage. Now's your chance to get the Wolf Washer 360 everyone's talking about for just $19.99. Order now and you can double the offer. You'll also get the Pocket Hose Dura Rib. The lightweight and kink-free expandable hose makes washing your dog even easier. Just pay a separate fee. Wolf Washer 360 comes with an unbelievable five-year guarantee. So call or click now.
1: Great job. That was the um that was the second version of the commercial. That's not the one that originally went viral that was aired in error on Facebook. Um, that was the next generation. Okay, so
3: let's and I talk say, about-
1: Yeah, because I would not usually recommend somebody to use a spokesperson at the first pass okay. because a spokesperson costs a lot of money. And usually, especially with inventors, we're trying to save money at first, see if mm-hmm. the product is successful. Then when we make the money on the first pass, then we can start to play with spokespeople and more expensive productions.
2: Okay. So let's talk about that process for a minute. Um, you sit down with a, the with a client and you look at the product, they do a demo maybe, they tell you what's wrong and what's right. And Then your creative juices start to flow. And is that the first thing you do is write a script? Is that the first thing?
1: Um, No, sometimes I produce it before I write a script. I put down all the elements that I'm going to need. Um, You know, I know I'm going to need X amount of animals. And typically, um, if we don't have decent budgets, I make sure that the animals work with their own owners. Mm
3: -hmm. You
1: don't want to take a a strange animal and put it with a, a strange person. I mean, there could be a disaster on the set. So I try to save money again. We have to always be cognizant of the money aspect in the beginning. Um, I try to pair animals with their owners. So I make that list and I think about, obviously, um, I want a red dog. I don't want a black dog because the black dog is not going to show your product as well, et cetera. And I try to think of the art direction of the whole spot. And um, I think about how much is this? value for the audience. I mean, what what can I sell this for? My very often the um inventors or the creators of the products um have too much money into the product and they ask for an unreasonable amount that isn't going to work on TV. So we have to make sure that we're coming up with the right offer. The offer is key. I'm pretty mm. sure I'm going to get your creative right. It's the offer that we really have to work on. Do you double it is one enough? What do you get free? It has to have great value in order to incentivize people to order right then and there at the end of the commercial. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you've lost them. Or they'll go looking in the stores, but if you don't keep it on the air, the stores aren't going to take your product on their shelves. So it's very, very important that we make the TV commercial produced properly.
2: So, Colette, you have that type of knowledge to know the category of a product, they could make sure the price point fits in there. How do you have that type of knowledge? Do you have other people working with you or do you just know it?
1: No, I know that. I, you know, I'm, I'm a good consumer. I, I'm really an average person. And um, from humble beginnings, uh, you know, I, I wasn't born wealthy or anything. So you know what's worth, what a value is. Um, and if you tell me that, if for instance, if you look at exercise machines, Many of them are worth thousands of dollars. I'm not going to get that in the two-minute commercial. What I can get you to do is be interested enough to go to the website at this point in time. That we can do. We can. You're so much luckier today than when we started in this DR business. Before, we had to sell it right then and there on the spot, and it was either it sold on TV or it died. Now we can send you to a website where you have another additional chance to close the sale. So okay. I know though that if you are asking for $1000 in that 2 minute commercial right up front nobody's going to respond. That I do know. You know that too. But sometimes people tell me, well I you know I invested this much and it cost me cost me $25 to make that. But I don't care and the consumer doesn't care. You have to have the right value there. And that's when you need to find a manufacturer that can either manufacture it more affordably or find a partner that can help you manufacture it more affordably
2: okay so you you kind of bring all the elements together um you make sure the price point seems to work because you're a, a consumer you, you you've got a gut feeling on that you 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 probably write the script you do a storyboard is, is everything getting approved by the by the by the customer or do you go by your, gu- how do you get everything signed off to make sure, hey, this is my vision, let's go with it? How do you do that?
1: Well, the, the process is, um, the script is your blueprint. It's like if you're building a house, you have to have the architectural plans, you have to have the blueprint. Okay. Uh, that doesn't mean that it doesn't vary as you move along, but you have mm-hmm. to start somewhere. And the traditional method is to do a problem solution. So I open with one or two major problems um, as in the woof washer. Major problem is trying to wash your dog when they're trying to run away. Um, it's, a, it's a filthy job. Um, actually, the two people that were struggling with the dogs were two of my, my uh, staff. One was my son, the, the guy was my son that was struggling with the dog. And uh, one of my producers was the woman at the opening where the dog was trying to run away. We were having a lot of fun. Um, and then you get the solution, the solution to those problems is the product. And then we say what the product is. You know, we, we explain it, it's, it's the most amazing, whatever, dog washer you've ever seen. If you don't understand exactly how it works from the demonstration, and, and some things just aren't all that demonstrable, for instance, a pillow, you have to do animation. So when I did the contour pillow, you can show people enjoying a pillow, The problem is the minute they put their heads on that pillow, the pillow, our product disappears. That's where I need animation. So a very big part of my productions might be animation. I'll tell you if you don't need it. Uh, Credibility can be a problem. And so for credibility, you can get an endorser. Sometimes you want to use a, a veterinarian in this case or testimonials of people that have particularly difficult times washing their dogs. But you figure out all the elements that give it credibility, integrity, convince you're going to sell, you have to sell. The point that you're making is you want to sell this product. And so all the elements that go into that end up in the culmination of the offer. And the offer is the build, you know, buy one, get one free. And you know what, we're going to give you five year guarantee in Ryan's case. So you can't go wrong five years or sometimes we even give a lifetime guarantee. In the case of the blade, the first knife commercial I ever did, we gave a lifetime guarantee because most people don't return things.
2: They don't. So what about the black and white, Colette? You know, it's funny how they, I see this black and white trick all the time. Why is that used so much?
1: You mean the black and white problem followed by the colorful solution? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) because my clients love it. (laughs) They love it much more than I do. Uh, Some of those uh, techniques and things we've done over the years, uh, people just like love them. And, you know, for instance, kitty litter is gray, dusty, dirty. So the problem is the kitty litter is gray, dusty, and dirty. And the solution is the bright, colorful kitty litter or color background or colorful cat. The, the point is you have to juxtapose. So problems are dark and gray. People wear, in my commercials, I dress them in olive green, which is not a, very, or yellow, which is not a very flattering color on camera for many people. So I might dress them in those colors for the problem. And then sometimes they still look good. Some of the actors are so damn good looking that when I put them on camera, even in a problem, they look good. So say I'm doing a hair commercial and no matter what you do to this woman, she looks great. So then we put it into black and white and and you know take the color out of her um desaturate her for the problem scenes and then they come to life in the solution scenes. So it's yeah. it's about art direction as well as copy as well as visuals.
2: So what color says Um, what what color is the one you want to use when everything is perfect and life is great because you're using the product?
1: (laughs) Well, for those of you out there that have children, when you send them in for picture day, they tell you to put them in nice bright colors, bright green, Mm -hmm. bright blue, your invent right green. I'm looking at that. That's a great color. Um, Mm -hmm. You should never, I always say never, and then we break rules. But you know, no black, no white. First of all, the camera doesn't like it, and mm. the camera adjusts accordingly. And it's not the most flattering for your skin tones. Blue mm. is sincere. So if you want someone to come across as sincere or tell the story, um, dress people like the attorneys dress you for court. They will mm. dress you in sincere blue. Um, <laughs> if, if you want somebody to look weak put them in oversized clothing. Read the book, Dress for Success, and that also works on camera.
2: Oh, that's really interesting. Um, Are there some products that are just so silly? In fact, Andrew showed me a very silly product, and and I'm not quite sure, is that a product that's on the market or is that just a silly video?
1: Um, The Potty Putter we did uh, 20 years ago. It was a, a little (laughs) golf club that you can practice your short game while you're sitting on the
2: toilet. Oh, we're going to show it. We're going (laughs) to show it.
1: Okay. It's one of the top 10 funniest videos ever made, supposedly. Oh, let's see it, Andrew. Let's see it.
2: Top 10 funniest videos. Let's see it, Andrew, because I think Andrew needs this uh, product. I'll
1: explain explain to you. (laughs) It inspired one of your inventors. (laughs)
6: Oh, no, you missed that putt again. You probably don't have enough time to practice. You can have more time to practice your putting with the Potty Putter, the amazing new toilet time golf game that lets you practice your putting on the potty. Your Potty Putter comes with its own putting green made of the same professional carpet found at miniature golf courses. Now, practice your putting every time you take care of your other business. Just aim and shoot the ball into the cup. Just think, all that extra practice every time you visit the John. In no time, you'll shave strokes from your game. Just choke up on your putter and sink the ball over and over again. When you're bored in the bathroom, you rush, and that's unhealthy. But with the potty putter, you'll take the time to play with your putter. It's the most satisfying way to practice your game. Your potty putter is the perfect gift for the man on the go. He'll relax and think of you every time he practices putting. It's ideal for the executive washroom at the office. Look again how easy it is to practice your putting in the bathroom with the potty putter. Now, improve your putting game with the potty putter for just $19.99. But wait. Call now and we'll include the doorknob hangers warning everyone not to disturb you while you're practicing your putting. The Potty Putter with the putting green, the putting cup, and flag, two Potty Putter golf balls, the Putter and Do Not Disturb door hanger, all only $19.99. Don't limit your life to a tiny toilet. Let your imagination soar with a Potty Putter, the instant solution that lets you practice your putting every day. Order now. Thanks. Okay, um, I have a couple of questions
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm back now. I was on the John. I was I was.
1: <laughs> it still sells. The product sells like gangbusters on Father's Day.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: brother. So when you when you first saw this, what did you think? I mean, thought so was... how
1: the hell am I going to show this product working? <laughs> what what can I possibly do to show the product? Um, the problem when we put it on TV is everybody thought it was a joke. They didn't really, they thought it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. Mm. And um, however, Spencer Gifts started offering it and uh, it's a perennial. It's it's it, it never makes millions, but it always sells and it continues to sell. You can go online and buy it and people still do. Um, but <laughs> after my last interview with you, one of your, inventors got in touch with me and she sent me pictures of 10 of her products and she had this little product um for her little boy to teach him how to uh toilet train and it was uh sort of like a basketball uh, system of points if you aim and shoot properly into the toilet and so i said to her you know what this reminds me of potty putter and um spencer gifts loved it and she got an interview um, and I believe a sale with Spencer Gifts as a result. Um, okay. Most of her products were very soft sell and I, I didn't think that I saw a market for it, but, but that particular one I did. Um, <laughs> so there's almost anything, you know, the challenge in a product like that is how do you show somebody on the toilet and uh, not get um, thrown off I TV, so.
2: <laughs> okay, what, one last question and then we're gonna open it up uh, to everyone george foreman what was that like because that that's an evergreen i mean that product sold forever and that was huge right
1: It, it was, uh, it's an enormous still to this day um and in fact this generation has no idea that george foreman was a fighter because as far as they're concerned he's the guy that invented the george foreman grill so <laughs> it's it's uh it has a life of its own he was such a pleasure to work with. I sometimes cringe when I know I'm working with celebrities because I never know what I'm going to get. And I don't know if they'll be as cooperative, but that guy is a prince. What a wonderful person to work with. A real gentleman. What else can I do for you? What do you need? Let me bring it. You want pictures? You want to be, he was just fabulous.
2: Could he hit his lines right every time? How many takes?
1: He's, he, and he had energy. He kept the energy up. He never, okay. you know, unlike some of the other celebrities that you might have seen on my reel that were uh rude or um uh, how many more of these things do I have to read and blah blah blah. We've had a lot of that. And that sometimes happens with celebrities where they feel demeaned by doing an infomercial. And so mm-hmm. they're less than fresh. But he was fabulous, energetic, passionate. Mm-hmm. People like that. That that's such a joy to work with people that just give their hundred percent. And he's one of them.
2: And I think you, you are too, actually. Well, if you're going
1: to do it, if it's worth doing, it's worth giving it all.
2: I think you're right. So Andrew, let's open it up. I think this is so interesting and, oh, geez, the art of the cell, the creating the magic and making it quick is not easy to do. So Colette, thank you um, for sharing some of your tips and strategies.
1: Thank you for having me, as
0: I said. We didn't really prompt people or let people know they can type their questions, and a few are starting to come in. So if you guys look for the questions box in the GoToWebinar control panel, you can type your questions in there. i got a few starting to come in here. Um, Margaret says, let me pull it on over here. Colette, how would you suggest making something as mundane as a spatula or spoon wow an audience?
1: Oh. <laughs> Well, we did the smart mop. What's more mundane than a mop? But if the mop holds the water and we swung it out over the audience and it didn't let a drop go, we didn't wet anyone. It was good. So um we did the clever cutter, which was just actually glorified scissors that you cut up. I don't know if any uh, millions of people bought them. Um You can, cut all your vegetables right into the pot but it's a uh, the scissors are actually they have a flat piece so that it almost becomes like a scissor on a cutting board and that's a great tool so if it's a variation on the spatula um a good set of tools that I saw for the kitchen which I love they have a a little uh, bend in them so you can rest them on the edge of your pot so it depends on what what you have going for the spatula if it's just a spatula Um, and you don't have anything else to offer about it, I I don't think I could help you. But if it's got a variation on the theme, why not? Mm. There's lots of room for more kitchen tools. I love kitchen tools.
0: Uh, This next one's uh, kind of intriguing. Adam writes, what would be the dream submission package to get from an independent inventor for a DRTV industry? So paint a picture for what, like the, just, oh, my God, this is just checking all the boxes, basically. What would that be?
1: Uh, oh, universal, I- uh, meaning that the broadest number of people would want the product, um, that the broadest number of people need the product, um, that it's affordable. Everybody should need it. It should be affordable. Uh, there should, ideally, nothing like it out there. Um mm-hmm when people say the best things since sliced bread, yeah. If you can find me that sort of product, I will get excited. It doesn't have to be unique, but it has to be better than the last unique piece.
2: Hey, Colette, tell me this. Has the quality of the products on DRTV, have they improved because it's at retail?
1: I think the products have improved because of um Amazon because of people going online before they buy things i am very very gratified by that turn of events because before when i was given a product by someone uh by an by an uh, a marketer some of it was absolutely horrific and when i comment i can't make this look good they'd say well when you know when we actually go out and manufacture it it's going to be really good and how am i supposed to make it look good on tv And that's deceptive. And I hate that. And now the public has made them this this universal ability to go online and look at other people's analysis of your product, to give it five stars or to give it one star, it's gonna make a difference. And believe me, it has brought the quality way up, way, way up. And right now during the pandemic, everybody's watching TV. But that doesn't mean everybody's buying immediately. They're still checking and they're checking online. They can't go into the store and touch and feel it anymore. They have to trust. So how they trust, they look at the reviews, and that's a wonderful thing. So yes, the quality has gotten much better.
2: Very nice.
0: We got a couple uh questions in this vein. <clears throat> awesome callette, exclamation mark any tips for putting together pitch videos for, for presenting inventions to DRTV companies? Obviously you already gave a ton. Was there was there anything that you, you miss a whole bunch of people are asking like, what, how do I, how do I pitch? What, what do I do?
1: Well, don't get crazy with polish. I mean, they just, you're going to cut to the chase. Most of these people, you'll be lucky if you get the elevator pitch time of 11 seconds. Um, if you've got a magic demonstration, don't save it for the end, do it up front. Grab them with that first sentence, with that first visual. Um, and if you do have a track record, for instance, if you go to fairs and sell it and you have people fighting to buy your product and you have a crowd doing it, um, let your let your uh, potential buyer know that. The more you can get him excited because it's going to be successful and the more you're going to make them successful, the better you're going to do. So keep the video short. Nobody has time. Nobody is gonna watch more than, truthfully, more than 15 seconds if, they don't, if you don't grab them right away. Uh, almost every marketing company is inundated with tons of people. I myself, although I know everyone, I wouldn't dare to bring most of the products to them. Um, I jealously use the time for the really top stuff that I think is gonna make a difference. Um, and when you do those videos, do them at home, do them on, on hold your camera sideways, um Put it at, you know, get a 10, uh, you know, a 10, or at least an Apple 10, and shoot uh 30, you know, 40. uh Go to your uh, your settings and make sure you've got a fairly good quality. Hold it steady. Don't annoy the person watching, and don't talk too much. Show them. <laughs> hmm.
0: You mean they're not supposed to ramble about how they came up with the idea and how their family likes it? going to click you
1: off. <laughs> there you go. You're not going to get that far. <laughs> It's like actors, you know, actors, they, they look at them in the first five seconds. And it's like, "Mm." when I held auditions, when people walk in the room, I can tell you if I'm going to cast them or not. Hmm. Nobody has time. Since,
0: since we're talking about going to the bathroom so much, I figured this one is appropriate. This one's (laughs) kind of funny. Renee says, "Uh, hi, Colette. Have you ever done a commercial dealing with poop? Like dog poop question mark. Of art. course. Renee then clarifies my product reduces odor. How could that be shown on a commercial? I thought that would that's be-
1: really funny. Um yeah, I, I think I went through a whole stage where I, I kept saying my, you know, my career <laughs> is in the gutter because I was doing so many pooper scoopers. Um, unfortunately, I have done uh a lot of litter commercials. A lot when you do pet commercials, yes, you're gonna go there. And odor is the number one reason why people choose Um, a litter, for instance. So that's a really great feature of a product. I don't know what your product is. Um, Naturally, you'd be using, there's no smell of vision so you'd be using animation for sure, or at least a graphic overlay. Um, Some sort of amazing demo would really be good. I I, I don't know what the analogy is to a blind taste test is, but, you know, a smell test um or just a bunch of people responding in a um in a mall maybe you have a demonstration of some sort uh we also go to malls and we try we get testimonials from people in malls that try things for the first time i've never done anything with odor in the mall but i've done lots of mattresses and uh, pillows and things like that at the mall where people try things out and they tell you wow where do i get one of these that sort of thing But, um, animation is the key with, uh, certain senses, like the sense of smell. We can't, we can't convey that yet.
0: So, so the the next one, I'm just going to compile a bunch of questions here. People are asking if they can submit products to you. Can you tell us about your business and how you spend your day and what you do so they can figure out if that would be appropriate?
1: I don't, I'm not a marketer, so they shouldn't send me their products because I'm not going to make a commercial for them. Um, unless I get paid. Um, marketers pay me to do their commercials. Uh, so the thing that I would do if if I had an invention, and I've never invented anything in my life, but right now with the ability to go on the internet, I think that there is nothing better than trying to create uh, a small video and marketing it yourself to see what the audience Will do. If you can come to anybody with results, if you can come to HSN or QVC, or if you can get on QVC or HSN and get results, or if you can go on the internet and get results from a vertical product, that's then when you should go to a marketer. Mm-hmm. Or at that point, if you're making enough money, and I've done a lot of these where people have been selling products for five, 10 years on the internet. And then they say, you know what, I'm going to make the big leap and go to TV, but they've been making money and they have a track record and they know who their people are. They know who's buying from them. That's when you go to TV. It's too expensive to go. Otherwise, I'm not going to take your product and put it on TV. I don't have enough money. I don't know who does.
2: Okay. Can we change the topic for just real quick, Andrew? Are you still there?
1: You asking me? I'm yeah,
2: here. go yeah, no, ahead, Steve. I came here, Andrew. Yeah, you um, can hear me. So Colette, let's talk about that. All right, I, I'm an inventor. I've got an idea. I'm gonna submit it to a DRTV company that's a marketer. Um, it's a pretty fast paced industry, isn't it?
1: It's I mean, a pretty what? cutthroat industry. Yes. Um, I, I, I spoke briefly about it last time and I, I've seen terrible things happen. So I think something, your company, InventRight, I think you can guide people to protect themselves. Okay. Having said that, you know, it's it's a free-for-all out there. It, when you do put it up on the market, like for instance, there's people that just sit at QVC and HSN and just watch inventors and knock them off. And that that's a true thing. So it's pretty frightening. So here you are, your baby marketer, and you're going out there, and you're testing Mm -hmm. the waters for the first time, and you have sharks watching and looking for a good idea that they're going to take and run with it. So you have to be extremely careful how you go about it. And as we all know, you you can lawyer up and you can do all that, but there's a lot of bad people out there, and and people get ripped off all the time. So you have to be very careful to... Dot your eyes and crush your T's. Do everything before you bring it out there. Be ready to go to retail. Be ready to have the product on the water coming in if you're making it in China.
3: Okay.
2: Be ready so to go
1: out there. Don't show your hand and then wait <laughs> because somebody is gonna steal it.
2: It's like swimming so, with the sharks. Let's, yeah, okay, to so retail. I wanna leave everybody with this, a couple tips. Um, so get some protection file a provisional patent application, maybe a trademark, protect yourself, be smart. Don't go crazy, but that's a good thing. NDAs is a good thing. Maybe find that right DRTV company. Don't show it to everyone, right? Maybe- for sure. Okay. So maybe show it to one and um, kind of limit that a little bit. Is that a smart idea? Just to show it to- I think like, that's one?
1: a really smart idea. You know, some people just love to shop it. They're so proud of their baby. They want everybody to tell them what a pretty baby they have. And before you know it, somebody stole their baby. So okay. go to you know when you do find a good partner or a marketer that's reputable. Um, and I'm sure you recommend people all the time, Stephen. And you know I I work with everybody. I work with good. I work with bad and ugly. And but there are certain companies that have great stellar reputations. Okay. And um, don't be greedy, and don't let them be greedy. It has to be a, you know, everybody has to walk away a little bit unhappy. Um, make your deal, and and have somebody partner with you to bring it out. But be ready to do that. You know, like I said, if you go and you 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 just, it's yeah. you can't be a little pregnant. You, you you're going to go out there, you're going to market, and you've got to do it in a big way, and you've got to be ready to, to for sell through at the stores because. If you don't have it in retail and you've just shown, you know, right now everybody's enjoying their heyday on TV because everybody's in lockdown. Now, what happens is when everybody's seen these products, if you're not in retail, when those retail stores open up, somebody is going to steal your thunder. Somebody else is going to be out there mimicking what you have. No, you've got the, you may have the best, but somebody is going to, maybe mimic what you have with better packaging and maybe you said you know the best pet washer and the next person is going to be out there at retail and it's going to say the most amazing pet washer and they're going to think oh i saw that on tv but they didn't they didn't see it on tv they just ripped you off so mm-hmm. be very very prepared and, when and guys we're giving the you
0: product. these tips we're talking specifically about DRTV. Uh, If you're outside of DRTV, you wouldn't just submit to one company at a time, but it it does make a lot of sense for the DRTV. So
2: so I want to give everybody a few tips. Um, Number one, like like she just said, you know, have some type of protection, NDA, maybe PPA, maybe do a little bit of homework on the company you're submitting it to. Always a good idea. Kick the tires. Always a good idea. Make sure you're not sharing it everywhere and shopping it everywhere. Not a great idea, because there might be some people that might take advantage of you. And and be ready. Build those relationships with those retailers. Make sure they know who you are, and be ready to be to, to be a player, right?
1: Absolutely. You have to be re- you have to be there for the duration if you're serious about it. Um, there's some really great marketers out there. Very often the deals aren't made though because Inventors um, are surprised that they'll only offer them, you know, 10% or something like that, um, but they're taking all the risk. Yes. So it, it's very hard to make that deal, especially if you sink too much money into your product. Um, but my, my thought is that if I had an invention, knowing what I know after, I would go straight to um, the internet. I would do vertical sales on the internet. I would gather my info. Mm -hmm. i would find out who's buying i would talk to my buyers i would call every single buyer and ask them why they bought it um Mm -hmm. with my smartest marketers they do call people they collect phone numbers and they call the people and say what part of the commercial what made you buy Mm -hmm. things like that i mean that's really important for you to know um we did a little hair product that we thought it was a tap teaser we did this years ago and we thought it was for giving people bigger hair, you know, the bigger the hair, the closer to God kind of thing. But it wasn't yeah. that at all. It was old women were buying it because old women had thin hair. And we didn't know that and we're selling and I'm showing all these gorgeous young girls in the commercial. And then we called the people that bought, and we found out, hey, it's not gorgeous young girls that are buying, it's it's older women. So I found, gorgeous older women and redid the commercial and it really worked really really well but if my client had told me that up front that's how I would have done it i don't know everything and okay. that's your job as the inventor to find out what is the magic in your product and then i'll make the magic moment for you but got you it. have to tell me who your audience is
0: got it well steven um uh she knows what she's talking about yes she
1: does sometimes <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you you do something for so long, you better be good at it. You've been doing it. Yeah, for exactly.
1: 30. I put in my 30,000 hours. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,
2: it's a very exciting industry. It's a fast-paced industry. It's a very competitive industry. There's a lot of money to be made very quickly. You got to find the right partners. Okay. You have to be reasonable. She just said that. Um, and be ready to play and uh, hold on to your hat because if it goes big, it goes big pretty fast, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it does. And and one of the things I've said to any, well, any of the inventors that have come directly to me, I'm always like, do not mortgage your house. Absolutely not. You know, one out of six products that I do may be may perform. Some people say one out of 30. I have a very good track record, but still more fail than don't. And so it's very, very important that you hedge your bets and you're careful. By the same token, I think of my late father when he came back from World War II. He had done this whole game, Battleship, and boy, was he upset years later when Battleship came out. um, And (laughs) I had that idea and I was like, well, you know, ideas, you know what ideas are worth. So you really have to make sure that, you know, that ship doesn't sail without you. And and I, I really admire... The inventors so very much it's such a hard but such a brilliant breakthrough when you when you come right down to it and you're doing a great job with everyone so protect yourselves and but get that idea out there before somebody else does i love it colette
2: thank you very much for coming on and and sharing all your advice i mean you're you're the queen there there it is right on the screen <laughs> so um
1: Somebody in a, in a magazine said it once and it stuck, and I love it. <laughs>
3: you know, I, I do too. I
1: to be a princess, but you know, at a certain age, I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> no, it's, great. Great. it's great. Thank you very, very much. Um, and if any of you do have products, you can look at my website, conceptstv.com, and you can see if you fit into any of the categories um, that might work on DRTV.
2: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah but congratulations on such a great career and thank you, um, very much. thank you for helping the next generation. That's, that's, that's the way I look at it. You're, you're helping all of us and uh, the next round of people just do a a better job.
3: So
1: exactly. Very thank good. You very much. Well, thank you. And um, this is a pleasure. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Take
0: thank care. You, Take care, everybody. Keep inventing. Good night. night. Good night, everybody.